Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. against Bryce Elder, Braves, Phillies today with an earlier start than usual. So we've got a pregame show here on PHLY Phillies podcast. Excited to have you guys with us for this pregame show. Got my buddy Jamie Lynch with me, Renee Washington here, and we've got to dive right into the first looking ahead. Before we recap last night's action, we got to look ahead. So welcome in to the show as we've been talking about here many, many times before. Aaron Nola gets to start today. Aaron Nola has been struggling so far this season. I know we've continued to talk about it show after show. Um, for, for every positive that we see from a pitcher, we still bring up Aaron Nola. Will Aaron Nola be able to go five innings today? Will Aaron Nola be able to show more of the postseason form that we're hoping for? What will Aaron Nola do? All these questions that we have. So let's get started, Jamie. What are your thoughts heading into today's game with this pitching matchup? Uh, if I was a family member of Aaron Nola, I'd be on edge today because <laughs> I think today's game is going to go a very long way uh, in how people feel about Nola entering the postseason. Uh, last game wasn't great, only four and two-thirds. Rob Thompson had the quick hook with him. Uh, but today's, you know, and we'll get into Rob Thompson's lineup here in a minute, Today, I think mentally for Nola, because you are on this collision course with the Braves, is a big one. I mean, you have a series on the line. Uh, the Braves don't really care as much, but they certainly like beating the Phillies. Uh, Elders had a good year, young guy, but Nola should have the advantage over him in the matchup. And, you know, this is a Braves team you're probably going to have to get past to get to a World Series again. So I think mentally between the ears for Nola today, it's, it's a big one. And, you know, I'd much rather be talking about a good Nola performance in the postgame show today than one where he can't get out of the RAV4 fourth inning again <laughs> and I'm pulling my non-existent hair out. So uh, I think just, you know, for the fans, for Nola and probably for his teammates to a degree, I think this is one of those kind of momentum, just confidence booster type of games. And let's hope we get good Aaron Nola today. Yeah, Aaron Nola makes you want to grow your hair out just to pull it out again, Jamie. <laughs> uh, look, 
Aaron Nola, we've talked about on the show, one of the best pitchers to, to wear a Phillies uniform. Top seven in WAR and career wins. Fifth in strikeouts. You know, he's pitched and started in a lot of career games. Um, his 90 wins, as I mentioned, seventh amongst all Phillies pitchers. So we, we know what the history is, but also today could be the final regular season game at, for, uh, for his home start, I should say. Um, I mean, excuse me, for the start for Nola. I, I don't know. It just it leaves us for all the great we've seen over the years from Aaron Nola, you know, to get the start today. It makes us wonder, is this it for, for Aaron Nola's future? We don't know. But in the short term, the bigger question is, can Aaron Nola, who Rob Thompson has talked about, the importance of having him, and we know the importance of having him down the stretch come playoff time, can he get back to that form that we've seen? And whether it's being a four-inning pitcher, not ideal, um, but it, it'd be better if we at least can have a consistent inning of we don't have a drop-off come inning number four and you're giving up three runs. Yeah, and John Dickerson sums it up well. He says, mm -hmm. like, Jamie in long pants, fewer <laughs> balls this outing. Uh, I like what you did there, John. Uh, but, yeah, like Aaron Nola versus the Braves in his career has been okay. Um, for his career, he's 15-10 and 10 versus the Braves, an ERA of 3-4, uh, 195 strikeouts in those 32 games. So, you know, you can live with that. That hasn't been terrible uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, mentally, I don't think he's intimidated by the Braves. Uh, I think this is where his robotic, kind of rhythmic, uh, alien-like, uh, you know, mythology, mythology, methodology to pitch there, there we go um, could be a benefit <laughs> here because you know maybe he's not thinking like oh we can win the series in Atlanta maybe he's not thinking like I need this for the playoffs to get right between the ears maybe he's not thinking about any of that and it's just one batter at a time I'm going to be a robot and go about it uh, we'll see you know does he does he nibble a little bit too much today? Does he attack the strike zone? Does he have his command? Those are things we'll know pretty early. He is best uh, when he's going through the order for the first time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully the first and second inning, he doesn't bury himself. Because if he buries himself early, then there's really little confidence that I think me, you, or Tyler have in him pulling out of a nosedive because his first time through the lineup is by far and away his best time through the lineup. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to get to the fourth inning today, and it's going to be the RAV4 fourth inning, and I'm going to get real nervous because... He kind of sucks there. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, fingers crossed for a good one. Yeah, I mean, his ERA for this three September starts around 8.56. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, and so it does make you wonder. I know we talk about, you know, how much more we're going to see of Aaron Nola in a Phillies uniform after this season, if at all, uh, what the future looks like. But also, more importantly, between the ears, as we know, with especially pitchers, it's such a mental game. It's such a rhythmic game. And to have such a rough start in September – when you're at this point in the season, I think, and I know we'll, we'll definitely talk a lot about last night's game, but, um, you know, I think something that resonates with me is when you look at what Michael Lorenzo was saying, like, as a pitcher, you don't want to have a bad game in the beginning of the season or the end of the season, but I would lead to lean towards the end of the season probably being a little bit worse of having a bad I would stretch. Think so. um, as, as much as, yes, I agree with that point, you don't ever want to have a bad stretch. I'd say come September, this is not the time that you want to be struggling. We, we helped JT Real Muto on the other side offensively get off the slump. We're trying 
Aaron Nola. We're giving you a virtual standing ovation right now to hope that can help lift you up today. And let's hope that today is the day that Aaron Nola breaks out of whatever this September slump has been and can be able to get to five innings. Or, or just have, honestly, if it is four, just give us four good innings. Yeah, I mean, Bryce Elder on the mound today. Uh, what a stupid name that is. Uh, he's been decent this year. 3-5 ERA, 1-2-2 yeah. whip. Uh, but Nola should have the advantage here in the game. Elder's been 12-4 and four this year, as, as Mopar saying in our uh, – and there's uh, Elder's numbers – uh, he's pretty good at home, 7-1 and one with a sub-3 ERA. Uh, we'll never complain about that. But as Mopar says, the Braves are beatable. And we mentioned yesterday they have one of the worst team ERAs in the month of September. Mm -hmm. Almost two earned runs higher than the Phillies. Uh, so I'm oddly feeling pretty good about Nola and the Phillies today. Um, I, I like their chances. What I don't like at all <laughs> because of what we're just talking about and the between the ears aspect, not only for Nola, but for kind of his teammates to feel really good entering the playoffs yeah. about that game two starter. I, I hate the lineup today. Uh, Aaron Nola, we know, is a guy uh, in his career has kind of lacked run support at times. His win-loss record early in his career wasn't really reflective of how dominant of a pitcher he was yeah. because he never seemed to get that run support. Uh, so for me, and I might be really dumb baseball braining, uh, common sensing this too much, but to me, you want to put your best offensive lineup out there behind him today. Yeah, It's a series versus the Braves. You're going to have to play the Braves in the playoffs most likely. To me, Bryce Harper should be out there today. Uh, so here is the M the Phillies lineup today. Again, 12-20 start down in Atlanta. Uh, mm -hmm. Schwarber leading off. No surprise there. Turner batting second. Oh, Harper is DHing. Excuse me. I'm just so sick of uh, Jake Cave or Nick. Which one is it? I always do this wrong. It is Jake. Yeah, it's Jake. Okay, I said it right. <laughs> I, in my mind, I was going Nick Cave. Uh, Jake Cave, <laughs> Bohm, Stott, Marsh, Castellanos, Cave, Stubbs. Uh, no JT. I, I, I'm so over Cave. Um, I, I, I just... I just don't really want to see it this time of the year. Yeah. I understand, you know, in the final three or four games, uh, you're probably going to see him while guys get some rest for the playoffs and stuff. But to me, a series closing game versus Atlanta for the last time of the year with a guy on the mound that you want to get, you know, rolling in the right direction. I, I put my best offensive lineup out there. I understand day games Stubbs usually gets because it's a, it's a getaway day and, you can take the time off of JT's knees. But JT's another guy, like, he just kind of got rolling in this series yeah. again. He plays better. Um, like, I understand all that. The common sense baseball fan in me goes, okay, I get that. But, but. the guy who's on edge <laughs> with Aaron Nola goes, I really want to see the best lineup out there today to help him yeah. get that victory. And I, I agree with you, Jamie. And I know Tyreek Bailey are saying you just want to take two or three from these guys. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a big part of this, too. We know for both teams there's a lot to play for. The Braves looking to lock in home field advantage for the playoffs. The Phillies looking to just make sure that against the, the leading team in the division that you can win two games. Um, and overall, we've talked about momentum. It, it is huge. And last night it was disappointing, and I know we'll get into more of that. Um, yes, Philadelphia 9, not a good outing last night. We will get into more of recapping the debacle 
middle of last night. But looking ahead, it's absolutely important to make sure that you're getting these wins and that you're down the stretch in September, you've got guys feeling good. And so when you have to choose between JT Romuto, who I agree, we just saw him hit a home run game one. And we're finally like, yes, JT's back. JT hopefully is back. And then you just you, you break all of that momentum like, with not getting him opportunities. And then on the other side, as you're talking about with Aaron Nola, you need to have the strongest lineup because Aaron Nola, as Rob Thompson keeps saying, is someone that you are expecting to lean on in the postseason. Why aren't you doing everything you can to help him today be successful? Set him up to be successful so that if he does give up a run or two, you know that you're going to be firing offensively on all cylinders to be able to come back. But one last thing before, Jamie, you jump in. Patrick McGlynn, or not McGlynn, Patrick Glenn from Millville, New Jersey. Welcome. I love that we have a Millville, New Jersey in the house yeah. because my family is from there. So oh, yeah. awesome to see. The new home of the uh, Tiger Woods, Mike Trout uh, yeah. golf course, which uh, we'll eventually <laughs> have to get over to. Uh, yeah, to me, Rojas is, what, 22 years old? Why does right. he need a day off? Why does he need a day off? First of all, he, he's had plenty of time off. This yeah, season. he, he just started him. playing regularly he recently. He just started playing, so uh, we talked I don't about know this what we're yesterday. saving. Yeah, like, I, I'm just, uh, in no offense to, to Cave, I, I just don't need to see it today with a series win on the line. Is Rob overthinking things here of uh, trying no, too I've, much to... I think he's, like, baseball managers, it's a long season, so they like to have their rhythm and their groove, and Stubbs always usually plays the day games after, J, you know, JT, forget it. It's just it's the rhythm of the baseball season. I don't think he's overthinking it. I think he's just doing what he normally does. Uh, I, as a Phillies fan, want to see Rojas out there. I want to see Marsh in left field. Uh, Cave just does absolutely nothing for me. Um, So that's my minor gripe today. It's not the end of the world by any means. Uh, But if Cave underperforms, now that I've said this, Go run to DraftKings and bet a cave home run today. You can probably get some real juicy odds. He'll end up coming through and making me look like an idiot. I'm Which sure. Be fine with. But we'll talk about that in the postgame show uh, <laughs> yes. immediately following the game today. Yeah, honestly, I, I was always um, on the side, especially as a player and even when I was a coach, that you know, when it comes time to preparing for the postseason, rest sometimes doesn't help because you want to get that routine down. You want to get, I keep saying the word momentum, but it's the truth. Well, it's that time you want to get year. in a rhythm so that come postseason, you're rolling. It's it's hard to be doing so well. Like JT Romuto is a great example. Rojas, another great example. We've been talking about how great game one was for them. And then it's like, you hit the brakes, you stop, and then now you got to get that going again. Um, I feel like the Braves, and you look at their ERA for September alone, have kind of hit that wall ever since clinching the division. You, I don't care how talented you are, you can't start and stop like that. And for managers, sometimes you're trying too hard to save people, and I've been a part of those same conversations, and you're not saving anyone. This is what players train for. They're expecting to go the distance. Do I think there's a way to manage it? Yes, but I don't think it's all together being out of the lineup. It might mean more ice baths. It might mean, okay, after the game, we're going to make sure we do a nice yoga session. I don't know. There's other ways to save people other than just having drastic lineup changes. And so I'm I'm not for it, to be honest, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's um, it's it's – I want to see Rojas play. I want to yeah. see him play every single day. Get he's 22 years old. Keep he, him going. He's ready to. He's ready to stay playing. Um, the cave thing. They. They really. 
you know, this guy's going to get opportunities in the postseason probably as a bench bat. Once we get to the playoffs, this conversation won't happen. I, I fully believe Bryce Harper's going to be your everyday first baseman. Rojas will be your everyday center fielder. Marsh will move over to left. And we won't have to deal with this, but we've talked about that momentum and just, you know. And seeing them together. Yeah. Like, this is a time where the Phillies have done a, a good job in the wild card race, especially with how the rest of the teams have been doing and their results that they've been able to continue to hold that top spot. So, yes, you're obviously is still playing for wins and you want to win out but in general you want to also give your guys a chance to get clicking together yeah. so now they're getting more reps and innings together um in games that obviously kind of a little bit less in the playoffs to say the least so i, I, I uh, i'm not yeah. a huge fan well, of well that was a fun conversation <laughs> should we get into the fun conversation of last night no that's why i'm trying to keep the conversation <laughs> of today going because i don't want to look back uh to your question and spiral out and for anybody curious we are having a post-game show today this is our pre-game show our post-game show will be coming immediately following the conclusion of game three regardless the result we'll be here with bells and whistles on um of course we'll be a lot nicer if it's a win but either way we will be here right after and it will be on youtube that you can check that out. So unfortunately, after trying to prolong the inevitable, we do have to talk about last night's stinker because I have been trying to be so optimistic, Phillies, and every time they completely prove me wrong. I thought we could come in today, sing the victory song, nah. Jamie. Nah. But no, no, because last night it was awful. And Ronald Acuna Jr., before we go on the soapbox of last night's loss, I can respect witnessing history or whatever. Um, I do respect greatness. I don't always have to be a fan of it, but I can respect it. And the numbers that Ronald Acuna Jr. has put up to be close to having... He's good at baseball. He, he's good. He's yeah. very good. He's close to a 40-70 season. Um, an eight career regular season matchups against the Phillies. Uh, for Strider on the other side, another one who's I'm going to respect the, the, the greatness right now, who's been torching the Phillies. Against the Phillies, Strider 8-0 with that 1-9-0 ERA, 72 strikeouts in 47 and a half innings. So between... Ronald Acuna Jr. lighting up the Phillies on one side and Spencer Strider on the other side. Cool. I'll give you a little snap or whatever. But for the Phillies, can we have two days in a row of good baseball that we can talk about versus having the <laughs> yesterday where it was like, what do we talk about? Everything was great. To today, it's like, what do we talk about? Everything was frustrating. Yes. Strider, <laughs> unfortunately, just he owns the Phillies. Completely. I mean, uh, it seems like he's the best versus the Phillies. I think the Giants were the one team he had slightly better numbers against. <sighs> uh, but for the most part, he pitches his best uh, when facing this Phillies team. And the scary part is, even if it's a game in Philadelphia, his career ERA at <laughs> Citizens Bank Park, a hitter's park, is 1.38. Like how? So, <laughs> You know, he's got nasty stuff. I'm not trying to put him down. He's a really good player, but he's probably the pitcher. I'm assuming Freed gets the ball in game one. Strider's going to be getting the ball versus Nola, uh, and that's not a recipe for a game two success for the Phillies mm. uh, because he absolutely owns them. And I don't know if it's the, the, his setup and, and his arm. Like, I don't know what it is with the Phillies, but they cannot hit this guy really well. The one bright spot last night was... Uh, Bryce Harper is dialed the hell in. Thank you, Bryce Harper. Uh, and it was nice for somebody, even though it wasn't a winning type of situation or game that you could really pull out, it was just nice to see somebody tattoo Strider. Uh, and Bryce, his timing and his strike zone uh, reading right now uh, is elite. So It is. You know, that's, that's one of the bright spots is that, you know, they made Strider poop his pants last year in the playoffs, mm -hmm. and hopefully he has an uh-oh again this year. Uh, but, you know, I think guys seeing Harper take him, and maybe there's something. And Harper's such a great 
hitter and teammate that he's probably going to pick up on a little something, whether it's the arm angle, the timing, uh, the tendencies of pitches and certain counts, yeah. whatever it may be, he's going to share that with teammates and talk about guys in the dugout with them because they know Spencer Strider is a, uh, a huge hurdle for this Phillies team to get past. And, you know, I don't have the most confidence in the world right now, but seeing Bryce go yard was like, all right, it was a little baby step it's in the possible, right direction. Of course. Yeah. I mean, Strider, we know, uh, wasn't 100% last postseason, and that's something that's been a talking point on both sides. But it is great to see that Bryce was at least able to get he's a home run, in, yeah. and he is locked in. And thank goodness for Bryce because he has been one of the most consistent parts of the Phillies right now that we can rely on. Um, and it took it, it was a long time coming. I was like, finally, finally, we can round the bases here um, because it was just I was getting tired of seeing Ronald Acuna Jr. who finished with a pair of home runs yeah. and the Braves uh, scoring on the Phillies with no response but a big goose egg in the score column for the Phillies. So overall, on the pitching side with the bullpen, uh, we try to piggyback. We saw the piggyback from Christopher Sanchez to Michael Lorenzen. It was ooh, a fail. We'll that piggyback a was a flop. Um, ooh, is right. But um, yeah. you know, I don't know. Have a positive thing to say. Yeah, actually. Tyler, uh, our producer, hops in the chat and says a strikeout pitcher facing a high strikeout team is a recipe for success for the pitcher more times than not. Yeah. Um, you know, Mopar, what up, Mopar? Uh, he says anybody that thinks he's unhittable, just look at last year's playoffs. Yes, his white pants were completely stained brown uh they got to him and I kind of yeah. chalked that up last year to him being a young pitcher and kind of first time going through it uh my only fear there is that uh, he's now not so young of a pitcher anymore it's only a mm. year but he got that playoff experience uh his numbers at Citizens Bank Park uh don't get to him like I don't yeah. I don't think he's somebody that you know is gonna it's not David versus Goliath here no the, the, the no. Phillies have uh, the capability of getting to him it's just, how's Aaron Nola going to be in that game? Yeah. And how quickly do you have to go to a bullpen in that game? Uh, and we saw it last night, you know, with Sanchez. You know, look, the Braves yeah. are nasty. And yeah. that's going to happen from time to time. Uh, Sanchez didn't have his best night. Uh, and then they tied to him in the bullpen with, whoo, Michael Lorenzen last <laughs> night was absolute trash bag juice. Uh, there's no other way to say it. He only pitched a third of an inning. I think it was four earned runs. Um, I part of me goes, all right, I'm going to give him a slight little break here because he's transitioning back to the bullpen uh, and that can be tough. I just at the same time, he wasn't showing you that much as a starting pitcher no. to really feel great about that transition back to the bullpen piece. Uh, but him and Sanchez most likely are going to be bullpen pieces. Uh, you got a little taste of that versus the Braves last night <laughs> and Michael Lorenzen, uh, you know, I, I don't feel great about, but he has done it in the past. You're probably going to need that middle relief guy yeah. uh, to step up. And, you know, him or Sanchez is going to have to be it. One of them is going to have to come through for you. I have way more confidence in Sanchez being that guy. Yeah, I mean, Lorenzen, a huge switch from his first two career starts with those 17 innings and two runs. Um, No-hitter is a pretty good way to start yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a no-hitter is great. And since that no-hitter, he's had a 9-2-3 <laughs> yes. ERA yeah. since that no-hitter against the Nationals. So quite a swing there that we've taken. Not great. And again, 
again, not the right time of the season to be taking these swings in the wrong direction. Spiral, I wish we could ignore Lorenzen, but it was hard to ignore. It was painful. He wasn't out there long, but it was long enough to yeah. leave a very bad taste in all of our mouths. And and overall, as you talk about, um, yeah, this long term, the continuous question has been, what is the rotation? You, you bring Lorenzen back into the bullpen. That failed. You piggyback. That failed. We've talked about who's going to step up and who we predict is going to be the go-to rotation. So Aaron Nola is obviously always a question mark, but Michael Lorenzen, holy moly. Um, no bueno. No bueno. That's, that's for sure. The one positive was <laughs> Sir Anthony looked pretty good last night. And I love so the I got fact that, that we got Sir that Anthony going for us, which in is that nice. inning, all zeros. Yeah. Yay. There is a positive, guys. We found it. We found the silver lining yeah, for the bullpen. Sir it. Anthony Dominguez, we can say it, didn't give up a single hit, run, walk. It's all zeros, finally. Yeah, I wanted to um, – I was wiped yesterday for some reason. Uh, I was like, all right, can the Braves just put this away so I can, like, kind of shut my eyes early? Yeah, I felt that, too. And then too. Bryce hits the home run, and I was like, all right, I'm back in. <laughs> and then it was I want to see uh, Sir Anthony and how he looked. And he came in and looked – Really good last night. So, you know, look, it's baby steps, baby steps to positivity here. Hopefully Sir Anthony can kind of build on that. Maybe he gets another shot at it today in a bigger yeah. game, uh, a tighter high leverage game. Uh, I would still use Hoffman in those high leverage situations. But, uh, you know, Rob is going to go to his guys that he counts on. Sir Anthony kind of similar to last year. September was a bit of a struggle. Yeah. Playoff time came and he snapped into form. Um, so we'll see what happens today, but it's a big one down in Atlanta. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and I'm curious what you guys think uh, the result of today is going to be. I definitely felt like this is a series that the Phillies should win 2-1. I didn't think they were actually going to drop last night's game. I thought today was going to be the day they stunk it up, so now I'm a little nervous. But uh, interested in, to know what you guys are thinking. And, and, Jamie, your thoughts on Game 3 today, especially after last night's complete swing from five home runs Game 1 to uh, getting lit up by the Braves last night, 9 Three. Yeah, looking at the uh, the DraftKings money line today, the Phillies are a plus 120 uh, underdog. Uh, so that's not bad value if you're okay. a better uh, because, you know, Bryce Elder has been good. He's a minus 142 favorite. Uh, I kind of like the Phillies a little bit today. Uh, I'm curious. I'm going to try and look right here if the Braves release their lineup. They have not on so – oh, here we go. Uh, Acuna is leading off Albies, Riley, Olsen. Yep, they're not giving guys the usual. any days off. Uh, outfield is intact. Sean oh, wait a minute. The Braves, yeah, I, who already have clinched, yeah. are not giving anybody days off. Would yeah. you look at that? So we have a team that's – right now they're just – looking to fight in and lock in that home that home playoff yeah, they spot. Even got Sean That's Murphy all they they really have to play for now. Behind the plate. And they're today. not resting guys, yet the Phillies are resting Okay, okay. Do we yeah. see how this do we see how this doesn't make sense? Make yeah. it make sense. Make it make sense. I want Rojas in the lineup today. Uh JT's the one I can I can understand. Um but Rojas should be in the lineup today. We don't <laughs> need to side. watch Cave out there. No, Neil Dever, I didn't mean good value plus 120 is good value. I just mean Aaron Nola at plus 120 is decent value. Uh, I don't mean that's like a two-to-one, like, no-brainer. I just think uh, for a quality pitcher on the hill at plus 120, um, you know, Elder doesn't uh, scare me in any way, shape, or form. Um, so that's the only reason I meant good value was because Aaron Nola is on the hill, and 
You know, he's supposed to be one of your aces, and he should be better than Bryce Elder. Yeah. Um, but the Braves have their full lineup today. I was thinking maybe they gave a guy, especially like an Acuna, who's a little dinged up, uh, a day off or two. Uh, but uh, Snedeker said, uh, no, full lineup. Uh, we're going to go win this series because they probably mentally want to impose their will on the they Phillies. Do. Uh, and that's why, to me, I have Rojas out there today. Um, yeah. But we'll see what happens. If you want to go bet <clears throat> cave to Homer today, he might because, I, you know, I'm, I'm saying all this. So. Well, the, the Braves are um, definitely coming out guns blazing. They do still have that two-game lead over the Orioles for the best overall record across Major League Baseball. On the other side in the wild card race, the Phillies still holding on to that top spot. They are ahead of the Diamondbacks by three games mm. um, and still sitting in a, in a pretty good spot. I'd love to see the Phillies get a win today, of course. Um, but overall, this, this has been the picture that we've seen pretty consistently. Yeah. Corbin Carroll and the Diamondbacks had a little come-from-behind victory over the Giants, I think. I think they won that one 8-4 last night. Corbin Carroll's an awesome player. Uh, he really is. So, you know, again, another reason the Diamondbacks are on your heels for that top spot. Yeah. And to me, you know, they've talked about the importance of getting that top spot. So you're playing games at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, this lineup today doesn't really, you know, anytime you're putting Cave in, that doesn't really <laughs> scream uh, important game to me. That screams, I'm going to go get a guy a rest. So, um, you know. We'll see what happens today. Hopefully they can pull it out. Uh, but the Braves have their full lineup with Bryce Elder on the mound. Phils do not have their full lineup. And somebody in the chat, I forget who it was, said they played the other side of their left field platoon last night. But, yeah, Eddie Rosario. Jamie. Said that. Um, yeah, you know, Eddie Rosario was – was he the World Series MVP a couple years ago? I believe he was. So he's a guy with big game experience and – uh, I wish that we I weren't feel, talking. To I can feel the enthusiasm that's beaming from you right now, yeah, Jamie. Just, You're like I, so mellow and so. Play Rojas. I mean, it's, it's like, not it's hard. It's very simple. It's very simple. Cave I, does nothing for me. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. There it is, guys. They're gonna, they're gonna do it. <laughs> I. This, this was an opportunity that feels like it's slipping through the cracks. Eleven games left. Um, obviously, we're we're about 15 minutes away from the start of today's game. Uh, the Phillies have, have had an opportunity to take this series and especially they with can. a very strong game one performance. Yesterday would have been beautiful just to, to sit in to that 2-0 spot coming into today. They still can take the series with Cave out there or Rojas out there. It doesn't matter. Uh, sure, it doesn't matter. The Phillies absolutely can take today's game. I'm yeah, hoping they that they can take the series today. It's all about momentum right now heading into Red October. So, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our pregame show. We do have our postgame show coming up shortly after. We will talk through everything that happens in the hopefully game, recap it, and hopefully, yes, we'll be talking with smiles on our faces and maybe even bring out the victory song after today's game. So, oh. thanks for tuning in. We've got more to come here on PHOY Phillies Podcast. Don't sound so thrilled about the <laughs> victory song there Jamie and thank you guys for tuning in go Phillies we'll be back after the game with more for our post game show here on PHLY Phillies podcast streaming live on YouTube see you soon